You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpock podcast. This is the show that happens twice a week, where two old guys find time in their Christmas Eve schedule to come mm-hmm. and just bullshit about old games mm-hmm. for the entertainment of, of dozens. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a little more than that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Come on. I us... talked down like that. It is actually success will be on my wildest dreams of what I ever expected we would be. So no. That is that is very true. I'm Me thankful too. for this Christmas season for the abundance of listeners that I'd never thought possible. Yeah. No, I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. <laughs> um So you've been really busy. Yeah. Oh my god. Like you've been super busy. I haven't been it's as if I'm getting getting remarried and having a third family makes where you're very busy yeah. on Christmas. Where'd your time go, man? Because because <laughs> Melissa Melissa will tell you like God, I fucking hate Christmas so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do nothing, and I have to do everything all the time. I have been doing nothing. Oh man, that's what I like about Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> because since like because we are recording recording this early because of Christmas schedules, so I will be pretty much doing like four or five days. Back to back to back to back to back of Christmas Christmas things. Yeah. By the time this publishes, Christmas will be over, right? Yeah. I'll yeah. done all the things. So I mean, there you can look forward mm-hmm. to that. It's true. Christmas being over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because I haven't really, I haven't had anything to do. Yeah. Next week, I took vacation. Off, I took off from work, so next week's going to be a little tough because it'll be just be me and Henry. Which will be awesome, mm. but it won't also it like also won't be a vacation vacation. Mm-hmm. It'll be just like a I don't have to work, but I still have a job to do yeah. vacation. Yeah. So that's okay. It's better than work work. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean I've been I've I talk like I'm busy and I'm miserable. I'm not. I'm very much enjoying having her see my family. Yeah. You know, because this is the first time her meeting my family and then me mm-hmm. seeing her extended side you know, group around her family, but her extended family and things like that. And that's that's very nice and different, and I enjoy that a whole lot. Oh, good. I'll yeah, worry a yeah. little less about you then. No, no, no. Every, everything's, everything's amazing. It's just bumper to bumper amazing. Yeah. No, you've been super. I know it's been tough. Uh, I've been trying not to bug you too much about doing the show because I do. You're so busy. Yeah, because I was trying. I know I'm running late today because it was just like, I think this thing will be over. No, it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. No, it's not over yet. Oh, I'll go to this thing. I forgot. Okay. I, I came to terms today. Well, actually, it was last night. Uh, I came to terms with, uh, there might not, we just might for the first time in the history of the show, we might miss an episode. Miss an episode. Because, I mean, it's going to have to be short because as soon as this is over, I got to drive to Clarksville to watch right. it. Can I dress like, an, dress like an angel and sing for 30 seconds? So I can do that. You don't have to go anywhere. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, okay. I just have to see somebody dressed up like an angel and sing Problem solved. Mark it off your list. <laughs> and I guess since uh, Drew and Bailey brought it up, I do have a... A uh, a GameStop story, although I know an amazing GameStop employee in uh, Treasure Goblin Master Mold, mm-hmm. but my local GameStop yes. uh, cashier not not so kind, not so kind, because I happened to go in. I bought us some Steam gift cards for people for Christmas. Yeah, because you know that's that's my standard gift for all all my boyfriends. It's a good standard gift. <laughs> and um, I saw one 
uh, NES Classic accessory up there. Oh, okay. Behind, behind, I got, behind I was the like, register. Wait, wait, what? You saw an <laughs> NES Classic at a store? Oh, that'd be nice. Because I told my cousin last night at Christmas, like, do you happen to have one of those? I was like, oh, well, we happen to have two that were sent to us. He's it's, like, you're, you're so It's bitch. really cool rubbing that into people, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, at work even, someone was like, I got to find an NES Classic for my boyfriend. I was like, well, we got two. <laughs> All you got to do is do a podcast for four years <laughs> yeah. and then have a friend come on and beg for him. <laughs> <laughs> You have to befriend a person who dated a person yeah, right. <laughs> after four years of building up the relationship. That's all you got to do. Not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, it's so easy. I don't know why everybody's not doing it. But I happen to see another, because the NES Classic, or the Classic NES, I don't know, whatever you... I say NES Classic. NES I don't classic. know what it's actually called. It, it it comes with one very short controller. I wanted a second separate one so Melissa and I could play like Dr. Mario and yeah. stuff like that. Don't want a short, short man. Yeah, <laughs> don't want no. Sh- oh man, <laughs> you're welcome for that. Man, that brought me back so Merry hard. Merry Christmas. God, I remember dancing in middle school and high school to that song, and yeah, Melissa would love that song. So she's not even here to defend herself right yeah. now because she's wrapping presents. And that was that song came out at a time where I was old enough to realize that song was about a penis. What? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just yeah. about a short individual. I know, man. If I'd have been like a year younger, I think that I could have enjoyed that song innocently. <laughs> what was yeah. it? Brainy Jr., uh, she messaged me yesterday. She's like, yeah, we're listening to Apple Bottom Jeans with Grandpa. Apple Bottom Jeans. I was like, does he get mm-hmm. it? She's like, I don't know, because I, I, I didn't. I thought Apple Bottom was a brand of jeans that this particular person enjoys. <laughs> what about boots with the fur? Okay, I know what you're talking about, Jigglas. <laughs> Sorry. Deep, 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 too deep. Deep cuts. Too deep. So, uh, GameStop. GameStop. Mm-hmm. And they happen to have one accessory behind the desk. I was like, is that an NES Classic controller? Yeah, but it's third party. I was like, I don't don't care. Give it to me. Give Ring ring that son of a bitch up. It's got a long cord? Uh, it's longer. It's not long, but longer. It'd be hard to get shorter than yeah. the long cord. But he gets it and hands it to me. I'm like, do you happen to have any like controller extenders or anything? You should just be thankful we have that much. Did he really say that to you? And I was like, oh, you are an asshole. And it turns out I don't remember him, but Melissa does. I graduated with him. Oh, you know that and guy. And he was just a, he's just been a dick as long as she's known him. Yeah. So, so not just like anything against GameStop, just against this guy who's just an asshole and said that to me. Christmas Eve Eve amongst tons of shoppers. So welcome to the episode where we so were. So Treasure Goblin, that GameStop inside Kentucky Oaks Mall, Fucking, fucking crack down, crack that motherfucker's name. That's what crack I was going to say. We were going to talk about Final Fantasy Tactics, but now we're actually just going to spend the whole episode writing an angry letter to GameStop. Uh, yep. <laughs> about a rude employee. Yep. Well, I hope that controller works out for you. Me too. I'm sure it will. I haven't tried it yet, but... It is third party. You it never is, know. I never know. I mean, third party stuff has always been okay for me. Yeah. With the exception... Of the Mad Cat's PlayStation memory card. Mad Cat's anything for the PlayStation Ooh, was garbage. Oh, man. It was a dumpster Ooh, fire. man. Worse than 2016. That's my, lo- that's my motto for it Mad Cat. will save your data for 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, I've been pretty not busy. Um, awesome. I got almost all of my Christmas shopping done early, except for, the <laughs> except for some things which I ordered on Amazon this week and paid $30 to have them shipped in time for Christmas. Don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it was just one of those where I saw, it, yep, I saw it at checkout. And it was like, oh, dog, you need this by Christmas? It's going to be $30. And I was like, <laughs> how about yes? Click, <laughs> done. Because the man, the mall and Walmart and all the local shops, no. everything's been, no. 
I don't, dude, I haven't been. I did hatch two, like two 10K eggs that I got from the Starbucks in the mall, in the mall. Some Pokemon Go eggs. So I got them two baby Pokemon. The, the Smoochum and the Magby. The Gen 2. Yep. I got um, I got two, but I don't know their names. The Elect Kid. Uh, oh, okay. The baby uh, Electabuzz. Mm-hmm. That's a 10K, isn't it? it? That came from a 10K. Yeah. And then the uh, Togepi? Togepi's the I love Togepi. That's and, the one I'm jealous of. And he has evolutions and stuff, right? Uh, later on, I think he I think that he has a new one too. I think he has four evolutions total throughout okay. all generations. All right, well, I'm gonna hold on to him. So yeah, I'm yeah, probably gonna be to walking him. him. Yeah, so because I feel like I feel like he does he have one of the same. I don't remember. He gets skinnier. I know from what I've seen. Yeah, visually he gets wings or some some shit. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's cartoon. <laughs> He's <monster>. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's cartoon. Uh, so I have been enjoying time off. Trying to uh, play games, not Fantasy Star 4. Just figured I'd bring so it on, up. I, I bought it today for $1.50 on, on Steam. Steam sale. Yeah, man, that Steam sale is uh, calling my name. So, listener, reeling that in, getting closer now. I, now I own it on Steam. Yeah. Makes it a little easier to get through, to play, to motivate myself. To I, that huge, huge gaping hole. Mm-hmm. I revealed to some people the other day, like, because um, I was playing uh, Friday the 13th mm-hmm. with uh, Shadowrunner Cody Stenson. How was that? Thank you for the beta code. By the way, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so it's it's um, Counselors versus Jason, and Jason, it's a multiplayer only, uh, although I hear they're maybe doing a story mode for the release. I don't know if that's true or not. It's just the movie. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just the movie in in game. <laughs> they just recreate it. You sit down on an old TV uh-huh. in in the game, right? Yeah, it's not <laughs> Alan Wake style. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. It is uh, almost impossible to lose with Jason, though. So uh, I'll, put, okay. I'll put it that way. <laughs> So it's, it's really, it was really fun. Uh, I got to play with um, Drew of Hobson Heroes. Uh, I got to play with Paul Cluel of Loaded Cart Gaming. I got to play with Ramon, uh, Chris Vaughn. So we all just kind of got in there and, and played, and it was fun. And then um, it got late, and everyone went to bed. That's the end of the story. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a good adult time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of, because I'm like the one who's like, wait, why are you guys going to bed? We'll stay up all night. <laughs> you do have that ability. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. It hasn't gone away yet. I mean, I feel like I can, if I'm having a good time, I can do that too, but not as not as easily as you can. Yeah, but you also, you're more responsible at your sleep than I am, I think. Because I, I can't, it's just so elusive to me yeah. that just like I have to take pills in order to really go to sleep. Right. And then I, if I try to wake up before, like the other day, like I didn't get that much sleep after taking an Ambien and the other medication that I take and then... I felt like so weird and woozy and floaty for the first two hours of work. I just sort of like hazed through it and then just came online <laughs> like, oh, yeah. shit, I'm here. At least I remember it. One time in culinary school, I remember waking up in my second class and being like, how the fuck did I get here? What I-? My first class is a lab where I cook. What happened? <laughs> It's, I think it's adorable that you refer to Long Island iced teas as the other medicine I take. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the yeah. other medicine. You know, no, I get it. Trust me. <laughs> I get it. I get my dose just in a different form. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's me. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm your bespectacle host, Dave. That's pretty much it for yep. me. Because I have sort of a... Since it's short and I want to finish talking about tactics, I'll save another story, but I do have another intro story. Okay. To talk about later. All right. No, that's great. But 
later this episode or another episode? Probably another episode. Year in review, possibly. Possibly. Which we've That'd got. Be a good one. We've got. Plus, I want Melissa to be in the room for whenever. Uh, you want to see a reaction? She would have stuff to contribute. Okay. All right. Well, we've got Burger Bottom, John Turley lined up yeah. for a year in review. Fuck yeah. So 2016. We're gonna have an episode with John Turley on. Yes. Thank, praise be, <laughs> praise, praise ye God, praise the sun. Um, and we were supposed to have Josh on this, or we talked about having Josh on part mm-hmm. two of tactics. Um, I'm remiss that he's not with us. Yeah, he's out of town currently. Kind of threw this together in the midst of Christmas. So, yeah. Which I felt bad. I know he would have had good stuff to contribute, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's just no way between us just having to kind of fly by the seat of our pants. We are talking about getting him possibly on Fantasy Star Four, Perfect. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty. I'm ninety five percent sure he played through and beat that. So, so oh right, I and mean, I'm not going to play it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what. Yeah, I can't, let's, that, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's 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 pull back the curtain. <laughs> yeah, I don't plan on playing that game. I'm yeah. going to play that game for like an hour, and then uh, since Tyler, you've played the game already, mm-hmm. and I know it seems like Josh has as well. I'm going to play through some and reacquaint myself with it and yeah. do research, but like, there's no, there's no way if this this time yeah. like. Even with all the breaks that we've taken to squeeze in like a 60-hour RPG, uh-huh. no, it cannot be done. Yeah. cannot be done. So I'm just going to kind of equate myself with it and then let you guys do the show. It's totally, totally works And I will sit here and every now and then try to be funny. <laughs> We'll see. Sometimes that works. I'll give you a Lunesta and some bourbon, and you can go. You can do that Overwatch slide. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yo, no, I can pre-party. Yeah, yeah no, there this, you go. Would, this would be a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a one-parter. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I'm glad that Fantasy Star Four has become a meme yeah. on the Tadpod yeah. Facebook group. It's really cool. <laughs> that doesn't give me secret anxiety in any kind of way. Even when I don't talk about it, I, know. I still talk about it. That was a good oh, one. you're not wrong. Yeah. I think that was I think that was officially pajamas. Thank yep. you, officially pajamas. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. Yeah. How about that? Oh. It's hard to adult and play six RPGs. Well, it's it's tough. I was thinking about it the other day. Maybe I should save this for year in review, but fuck it. Here we are. I was thinking about the other day, like when we first started the show, and it was like literally I wanted to do this podcast because I didn't trust myself to actually play through the IGN's top 100 SNES games if I weren't being held accountable for it. So that's why. Mm. And then like now it's totally flipped. Yeah. Turned upside down. And it's uh, one of those things where it's like, oh, well, now it's more about the show than the games. Yeah. Because when I started, it was just like, I want to play these 100 games. Yeah. And I got to like structure, got to create some kind of structure to make sure that I can get through it. Because what will happen is... I'll play a game that I don't like, Super Super Turrican 2, mm-hmm. and I'll be done. I'll be done. I won't go back to the list because I'll be like, this list is garbage. <laughs> oh man, this is probably all black, all back about how much you hated that game. Oh, oh Super Turrican 2? Yeah. yeah, it's an awful game. It's just an awful game. <laughs> Link in the show notes. Super yeah. Turrican 2, probably like episode twelve. That's, I think it was even earlier than that, or eighteen or so. Oh yeah, you think it's earlier? I think it's. I think it was bottom ten. Like I think it's like episode five. Well, we'll you, find out. We'll find out. It'll be it'll be in the show notes. I didn't like it. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers for an episode that's almost four years old. Cool. Okay, but Final Fantasy Tactics. Yep. One of my favorite games of all time. And I feel like the it was strongly reciprocated by everyone who heard the episode. Like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck yeah, I love this game. This is a great game. Mm-hmm. So, finish talking about it. Some things we didn't touch on. Like what? What, are we, what could we possibly have missed? 
Well, here's a, a thing that I enjoy is, well, more about the uh, the Zodiac Stones. Okay. Because the Zodiac Stones... That's what the monsters I have. believe, yeah, they're each... I don't know if they're some kind of fallen angel or they're some kind of demon, but the person who wields them basically transforms into the demon. Mm-hmm. And that's a sort of a crux of going through... And you don't fight all of them. Right. You do fight most of them. You definitely fight Kuchulain. He's yeah. the one that I remember the most. Yeah. Because he reappears in 12. Oh, okay. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, 12, I couldn't... Mm, 12 so See, good. I, I, need to, I know oh, I need to. I know so I need to. Uh, I, but I also think that 12 is one of the Final Fantasy games that, like, old school Final Fantasy fans generally don't appreciate. I think that's what turned me off. Mm-hmm. Or just getting lost in the very first city because everything mm-hmm. was just brown. It's different. Like, yeah. I mean, it's very much a departure, like, as far as Final Fantasy games go. Yeah. And it feels like an MMO. I also had Spinal Meningitis when I tried to play it. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah, that might have been the reason why I was just like, I'm not feeling this. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got Spinal Meningitis at school and still, like, oh, I've got fi- I had to reschedule a final. So, like, I still had to stay up there so sick. I went to the emergency room twice and then took my final, drove the three and a half hours home. And you're like, fuck it, let's play Final Fantasy XII. Let's see what this game's all about. (laughs) (laughs) And I was still, like, I was just laid up just just the worst for two weeks. And I played Final Fantasy XII. Uh, Kevin Link came to visit, and I just laid there and watched him play Dirge of Cerberus most Mm. of the way through. Did not like that game. It looked okay. I didn't play it, so... I maybe have to go back and try it again, but I don't know. I I think it was pretty panned as being awful. I feel like I played it long enough to like get that this isn't for me. Although there is, I really want to uh, play it for Super Nintendo to play Yoshi's Safari. I haven't heard of this. It's a uh, it's an on the rails shooter where you're Yoshi spitting things at enemies for the SNES. Uh huh. This must have been really really bad for it to not be on the top for it to be a Nintendo property and not be on the mm-hmm. 100 top SNES game. And I think it's the first it's the first super it's the first game, the first western game in which princess is referred to as Peach. Oh, interesting. And then in the games after that, they go back to calling her Toadstool, Toadstool mm-hmm. and it's theorized they only call her Peach because they that's the what would fit in the text for the game. Because wow. she's always been Peach in Japan. Yeah. Just Toadstool here, went back to Peach because of a character limitation. Then when that was removed, she was Toadstool again until Mario 64. Interesting. I didn't so, know that. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm down to play that. And it kind of reminded me of something that I want to play for the NES, uh, which we talked about a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I've never played it, but I want to. A game called Quackshot. I've never heard of that. The, the Donald Duck Disney game. <sighs> Yeah, all right. I think I'm pretty sure it's Donald Duck. But yeah, sounds aw- perfect. Love it. That's a game I've heard good things about and like totally missed as a kid. Um, and I believe uh, uh, I'm not looking at anything, but I'm pretty sure that's a, one of the Capcom Disney yeah. games. So I'm all about it. I'm all about doing that. I'm all about doing Jungle Book, which we'll get to eventually. I'm sure. Oh yeah, because it's an SNES game. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all the non. Final Fantasy Tactics talk I have for now. Okay. <laughs> what Tactics does, it's probably the first game that, probably my, probably my first exposure to it, but the first time like I understood the uh, corrupt church mm. trope in games, because mm-hmm. that is very much what Tactics kind of, because I want to say, because there are the warring families, mm-hmm. and but still like the church is still at the heart of this, sort of pulling strings with the nobility while they're working on reviving their... Antichrist. Mm-hmm. So a big thing is like 
you first meet the uh, a cardinal in the church because mm-hmm. um, he's Alma, who is I think they they want to do something with Alma, who is Ramses' sister, right? And because uh, the cardinal talks to everybody, he's doing some kind of meeting, and then you find out that he possesses the Scorpio stone, mm-hmm. and he is orchestrating all these things. And this is like chapter one. Mm-hmm. And whenever you confront him. He pulls out the music is so music and tactics is so good. Yeah, we haven't talked about the music yet. So it's good. very, very, very good. It's all uh, orchestral mm-hmm. and it's just heavy and fan. Oh, I love, I absolutely love the music. And in not this even game. it's heavy when it needs to be, and uh-huh. it's light when it needs to be. Like the tavern music and stuff like that. Oh, in the overworld. Man, I mean, yes. it's just like I can't tell you um, how bummed out I was when Roll Twenty uh, no longer had SoundCloud support because I used a lot of music from Final Fantasy yeah. Tactics, uh, which was illegally on SoundCloud. I mean, but hey, I didn't put it there. I was yeah. just utilizing <laughs> the fact that it was on there. But yeah, it's a big bummer because I could no longer play Final Fantasy Tactics music. See, because it's, it's so like the intro to that game. Yeah, you're at the the tavern. The I love the battle music, the mystery kind of music, the character selection when you're building yeah. your team. You, yeah. Oh God, yes! Whenever you're setting up and picking your team and putting them out, mm-hmm. so good. It's mm-hmm. like it makes you feel like you're starting something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's amazing. The music's great. Yeah, the music's great. The art style is great. We talked about the art style a little last time. Mm-hmm. It's very much. I mean. Except for the 3D isometric battlegrounds, it kind of looks like a Super Nintendo game to me. Like yeah, because they're all sprite based. Like mm-hmm. all the characters are sprite based, uh, but they're not limited to 16 bit. So that's mm-hmm. nice. I mean, it's a good looking game. And the character portraits all match up. Like man, God, this game is so good. But- there is one wish uh, that I mm-hmm. have, and that is if they would either remake this game again or do a new one in the series that is cel shaded. Um, oh. Because I think that that would hold up forever. Do I really it. do. I would love to see yeah, a brand new one like that. My favorite thing about cell shaded games is that I feel like they fucking hold up. Yeah, I mean they Absolutely. really, really hold up. I, I agree a hundred. Like Jet Set Radio, my mm-hmm. fucking Dreamcast uh-huh. I know. still looks good. I know. Yeah. So uh, beautiful Joe, even. Oh, man, I forgot about beautiful mm-hmm. Joe. Yeah, you're right. I mean, just cell, that's just how cell shaded do. Yeah, <laughs> make your video game look like a cartoon. And it's got fucking legs, man. That's like, man, fucking like Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Wind Waker cut so much shit, but it is the Zelda that will look the best forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to go and play the HD version whenever I, I get to that. So, yeah, I've never played Wind Waker. Uh, but the HD remake was so well received that mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe I'm going to have to pick this up one day. Yep. Not right now. <laughs> I'll just loan you my Wii U. It's fine. One day. Yeah, that does suck that I would have to actually have your Wii U. Yeah. That I, you, that's, another, that's another thing about physical copies of games, man. I can just give you, if I have a physical copy of a game, I can just give it to you. I want to say Josh has a physical copy of it, though. Yeah. All right. I'll hit him up. So, but the Cardinal, like, he's just a very old man. A, a chubby old man in cardinal's robes, mm-hmm. and he, a meister. Can, yeah, there exactly. And he can you confront him in the church, mm-hmm. and his back into the wall. He has nowhere to go. You have proof against him, so he pulls out the Scorpio stone, and you see what looks like he activates it, and it's like souls getting sucked inside of it, mm-hmm. and in like an explosion, he transforms into. Then the original PlayStation Virgin, Virgin, that PlayStation. I'm a PlayStation Virgin. virgin. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I was a Virgin in high school. PlayStation. You summed it up. <laughs> he turns into Quicklyan, the Dark King, which is fucking super creepy. Mm-hmm. He looks. He's, he's a big old o- fat dude. He's Oogie Boogie from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that I haven't seen Nightmare Before Christmas in a long time. So yeah, he looks like he's a 
made of like sackcloth and skin and his stomach opens up and that is it has more rows of teeth and he's nasty and bugs and what was the name of the uh character from ah real monsters uh who held his eyeballs in his hands and held them up over his head let's see Icus was the rabbit oblina and crumb crumb Crumb. nailed it so he also has a mouth where his belly (laughs) is. that's true Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just want to throw that little bit in (laughs) Uh, it's it's a difficult it's it is the sort of turning point in the game where you realize like oh some awful shit is going on yeah I just remember that battle so well mm-hmm. because that's the first time you hear like the the that super serious battle music mm-hmm. and when you finally defeat him he explodes in death and all the battle ends with you see the Scorpio stone where his body was and it quietly just clacks to the floor and then just glimmers one last time and then it's in your inventory. Mm-hmm. I love that there is a artifact section because the menu in this book is like a giant tome where you can go through and there are bios for every character that you ever meet, every place you go to, every item you receive. This is in game. In game. No, I've never really flipped through any of this. Oh, is it's it, it's massive. Yeah. It's its detail is unbelievable. So like, you is can, it useful or is it just kind of for funsies? It's 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 just for fun. Okay. Yeah, because then you can go through, go to your artifacts, and you have the Scorpio Stone, and mm-hmm. you read about it mm-hmm. and who how you got it, who last used it, its history behind it, and you do that for because you'll eventually collect all 13 of them especially you know if you've cleared the last dungeon um and that on that note for more artifacts because when you go to the pub mm-hmm. you can send just to chill and listen to that music yeah sure i get it, I get it. <laughs> and get jobs i i don't it's a weird i think it's the weirdest part of the game i was obsessed with it i did it don't understand the purpose of it really but in the pub you could send your zeros mm-hmm. the npcs out on, on missions, uh-huh. yeah. And they would get XP, like a yep. minimal amount of XP. And gain some job points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they could also, they would either discover a new area, mm-hmm. not that you could go to it, or bring back an item, not that you could use it. Right. And because it would be just, there's an exploration going on by Sir Jean-Luc Picard. Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, this is going to take 14 days. It needs three people. Yeah. So you can pick three NPCs. Right. And then... Zeros, you, Tyler. Yeah. Zeros. You're right. Zeros. <laughs> and you could spend your time... Basically, every time you went between two points in the world map, going one direction is one day. One day. day. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is just go to a spot that would have two towns side by side so you couldn't get in random battles and then just go back and back forth back and until forth. all the days are done. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you won't get into a random battle. Because once they're sent out on a mission, mm-hmm. they're gone. You cannot use them. Right. So that also kind of, if you want to have them gain experience and stuff like that, okay, sure, send them on missions, but then you don't get them for the random battles you're inevitably going to get, right. so you're kind of fucked, and they don't get as much experience as they would if they actually went to battle. No, it's not much at all. So that's the only part of the game that, I mean... It's cool that they have that in there, but I don't. It doesn't have a practical purpose. Cool idea, not implemented well. Yeah, here, like, here's how I wish it went. I wish that you could still send your zeros out to gain experience and job points, uh, but I wish instead of it being tracked by each time you move on the overworld as a day, I wish it was like a real time where it's like they're just fucking gone for one real hour, and when they come uh, back, they actually gain. A substantial amount of experience and, yeah. and job points, because like if the system is there so that you can kind of keep all of your your army on kind of the same playing field, mm-hmm. it fails because oh yeah, I mean because you would have to do that constantly, mm-hmm. which I did the first time I played through it. I obsessed over like getting these jobs from the pubs 
and doing just like you did, finding that loophole where it's mm-hmm. like I can make time pass with no, uh, absolutely no consequences. And it would, I just did that for a very long time. Yep. And it's, that's one of those things that's fun when I'm in high school. Because <laughs> yeah, it's cool because you'll say, oh, like one of your zeros of like, oh, and I found this along the way. Or I opened a package when I was there and I found this. Mm-hmm. And it's like the Escalapar or mm-hmm. some other reference to another Final Fantasy, right. a piece of materia or right. something like that. You can go and look at it and read about it. And it's cool. And you can, it's nice to have the 100% completion where yep. you've discovered every place and gotten every, but I don't think you ever discover anything on the world map that you can go to. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool too if that's something that happened. Or you can come back and like, uh, they can learn another like job, like come back with a job that is otherwise not available in the game. Like yeah. that would be really cool. Yeah, do something like that with it, or like yeah, those items that make them where you can get rare items on jobs and actual use in game. Mm-hmm. Because a way. All right, now I'm going to talk about the deep dungeon. All right, okay. Now the deep dungeon. This was the new dungeon. No, it was oh, no. it was in the original okay, PlayStation. So this one. was in the original. Okay, uh-huh. got it. That it's 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 weird in that this is how you get the most powerful items in the game. Uh, because the deep dungeon is... I didn't is, fuck with this much, so I'm interested in this. Yeah, I mean, I, I did it a few times because, it, man, it honestly, it sucks. Yeah. But you go in, and you're on a floor that is completely... It's pitch black. The entire thing is pitch black. So you have to uh, forget how you have to like light it up if you want to see it. I think crystals. You have to kill enemies, wait for them to turn into crystals, and the light from the crystals on the battlefield lets you see the battlefield. I see. God, and, I don't remember this at all. That's sad. Mm-hmm. And it's it's... It's a ton of floors. But so you go to the first floor of the deep dungeon, you hear about it, and it's like on the bottom part of the map. You go there, floor one, kill all the enemies, uh, turn them into crystals so you can actually see what you're doing. You can't progress into the next floor until you happen to move to a square where that character will be to like, we'll say, blah, 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 found the way out. Right. And that is how you go to the second floor and the third floor and the fourth floor, and the enemies are harder and the terrain is more complex as you go down. The way to find items is you have to have, and I think it's like a chemist ability. It's a low-level ability called move, find, item. Where you item. find hidden shit. Yep. Yeah. So you have to have basically everybody with move, find, item on to find the way out and to find these secret items. So even when you find, because I, I had the guide that yeah. would tell you where at J6, you know, is this is where so it was all this item is supposed to be on I the see. grid. Mm-hmm. So like you go to J6, this is where this powerful sword is supposed to be. Well, you still have a percent chance of just picking up a potion. I got you. And once you walk over that spot, done. It's that spot's empty. It does not respawn. You cannot go back. If the chances were against you, that's it. You're done. So Oh, you got to restart? You have to restart. Really? You have to, I mean, save before, restart, right. not just Reload. like go to the dungeon again. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that is it, it, it. And it fucking sucks. Yeah, that's shitty. So you could clear a whole dungeon. Takes fucking forever mm-hmm. to do. Get that one spot. Oh, you got a potion. Mm. Restart. Try it again if you want that item. All the way through. Uh, another weird thing you can do is there's. It's kind. Of, it's not really an exploit, I guess, but uh, there's a reaction. Whenever you start something like that, it's probably an exploit. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a reaction ability uh, called like grab item. So uh-huh. anything, anything that's thrown at you, you catch it and keep it. Right. There's one of the floors of the deep dungeon that's a fuck ton of ninjas, and ninjas throw things. Right. So, But I think it's just set to randomly, they can throw any item in the game at you. So if you have all your people with the grab ability, uh-huh. I have caught the most powerful sword in the <laughs> game from a ninja throwing throwing, throwing a chaos blade at me. You just snatch it out of the, out of the air. <laughs> Awesome. That's it's, not an exploit. That's that's base, That's more reliable to do it like that on that one floor than it is to do the move, find really? item, and get the... 
Because all the most powerful perfumes and accessories and armor and spears, swords, everything is is down there. Is in that dungeon. Yep. I don't remember that much. I'll be honest. I got to the point where I remember a battle uh, where you fight two assassins on a rooftop. And I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember that battle. And then. Those were Elmdor's lackeys. Yes. Everything from there to the end of the game kind of was a blur to me. Yeah. Because I had put so much time into the game at that point that I was like, whoa, man, I am ready. I'm ready to. This has been fun, but I'm ready to finish this game and and call it. The assassins. Because, okay. the, the, The battle. Assassins and Elmdor, in at least the PlayStation version, they changed it a little bit in War of the Lions. But. That one, that one battle where you fight Elmdor and the two assassins in mm-hmm. the church yeah. is a weird nexus of stuff that is missable. Because in order for Ramza to learn Ultima, it has to be cast on him. Right. And I think there are two battles, maybe three battles in the entire game in which something can cast Ultima on him to have you learn it. Mm-hmm. Which um, pretty much is Ultima Demons. And Ultima Demons, the two assassins are Ultima Demons. So once you defeat them in their assassin form, they turn into Ultima Demons. They can cast right. Ultima, right. which they rarely do. And even more rarely, will it be on Ramza? Well, and it's tough because it's on a rooftop. And mm-hmm. because of it, it being an area spell, right? Yep. I mean, there's a chance that you could be very close to them, but you've got some kind of cover or something because of oh, the building. Oh, yeah. No, it sucks right. so much. Yeah. So like in that battle, in, like the one in the church with Elmdor, because... One, I would be trying to learn Ultima, and he has to be a squire in order to learn it. So at that point, that's not really an optimal job for him. In the final chapter, Ramza needs to be a squire. That's the most powerful, reliable thing for him because he has tons of unique things that only he as a squire can has use. Has a job, right. So you want to keep him as a squire in the last chapter pretty much the whole time. But keeping him as a squire in this battle... Defeat the assassins as assassins. They can kill you in one hit as the assassins. Right. Stop. I think it's called stop bracelet. It's just like poof, dead. So once you kill them, turn to ultimate demons, and then you will have to like have either like a mediator or maybe it's a time mage, something like that, to where you restrict them where they can't move. Yeah. So get them low on hit points. Don't move. Keep Ramza like three squares away yeah. and just wait and hope. Yeah, sometimes this game doesn't sound like fun. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> getting the rare shit, man, honestly it's not. Yeah. And I didn't really fuck with that. I'll be honest, I didn't. I did. I got I got 100% completion on one playthrough yeah. and a lot of it was not fun. Yeah. That sucks that it's so, not fun cuz like getting that shit should be fun, right? Yeah, like it was that not. should be that should be fun. And like in that battle, the PlayStation version, mm-hmm. Elmdor has all Genji gear mm. and he is the only person in the game that has Genji gear. So if you want Genji gear, you have to steal, have it, to steal it from him. Yeah. So you'll have to bring in somebody as a thief, yes. maxed out, yeah. because it is fucking hard to steal from him. Yeah. And wear him down, surround him, and just, it took me hours, Feels hours dirty, doesn't it? of just steal, miss. All right, wait for a turn to come back around. Yeah. Steal, miss. Wait for a turn to come back around. Do that for every piece mm-hmm. of equipment that he had. Still, while keeping those two Ultima Demons, don't move, Ramza by them, hoping they'll cast Ultima on him and he'll learn it. You talking about surrounding an enemy so that they can't escape mm-hmm. reminds me of something where uh, I feel like it'd be more fun if this game had a mechanic where you could move through opponents because that is like... Nine times out of ten, that's how a battle would end for me. Mm-hmm. Is get all of my get all of my army, all of the squad, and just surround something, mm-hmm. and then beat the fuck out of it, and then cure it back up, and then beat the fuck out of it, yep. and cure it back up. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, there gets to a point where it's like, I'm a horrible person. 
Like <laughs> this is like the <laughs> worst. That's what just, just what you gotta do sometimes. <laughs> and then worse, you gotta remember War. one time I played through it again and I got frustrated and I quit before I got all the equipment, but I quit before I learned Ultima. Because after that battle, if there's one more time you can learn Ultima, and that is uh, when you fight spoilers, when you fight Zalbag, mm. when he's been like his what? body is taken over, and you know he's crying and upset. Rams, I'm sorry, I can't control it. And you have to fight your brother. Right. And in that battle are two other Ultima demons, but you fight him in a mausoleum. So there are these huge caskets all over the place. Like mm. so, that maneuverability in that level is just awful. It's a cool battle, though. Yeah, it is a cool battle. I kind of wish um, there was a version of this game. That's okay. <laughs> Hear me out. It's cell shaded and it's nothing but boss battles. Like that is just, and it's like 64 boss battles. Like each, like instead of just yeah. doing like the rudimentary, like here's our mission, we're going to go down this street, which is uphill. Uh, you're just going to fight. There's just going to be a bunch <laughs> of bosses. And it's like, that's how the story progresses. And it's all just like fast paced. I mean, the combat's not, it's still like this tactical, like you mm-hmm. got to like this board game style thing. But That's sort of how it, Toward the end of my D and D games, when they're very high level, uh-huh. that's sort of what they devolve into. Because like when you're level yeah. seventeen, you're not going to fucking roll through a dungeon. Dungeon crawling at level at high levels, oh, it's meaningless. Is generally it's yeah, meaningless and boring. There's a reason. Cauldron did it okay. Yeah, but by then, like at least in three point five and Pathfinder, your skills are so fucking high, mm-hmm. you're not going to set off traps. You're not going to miss secret doors. You're not. So just like right. just do big fun battle after big fun battle, yeah. and then role play and political stuff. There are reasons that a lot of adventures and mods don't go to level cap. Yeah, and it's because I honestly think a lot of it's because the designer um, has no way of foreseeing what all the characters will be able to do. Uh, but I also think a lot of it is because it's I don't know, man. Once you get to a certain level, a lot of shit doesn't matter anymore. Like yeah, you, a lot of shit doesn't matter. You gear a rogue at least partially correctly for traps and yeah. like don't even roll for it anymore. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to. You can make something a CR forty five to yeah. make it like eh. sorta of challenging. Yeah. And even then it's just like Well, that's like the character I boosted is hiding to like uh, over a hundred. It's just like I don't know, do I need to roll? <laughs> yeah. And most of the time, no, you did not. Yeah, at what point am I invisible? And then I could I could make myself invisible and it goes up twenty. <laughs> so all right. <laughs> a fun character yeah man i've forgotten about that because what was it it was like something like nuts like your stealth by the end of that game was like 145 it was really high it was really high yeah (laughs) and then i remember like us but that's when we were learning the system still and i remember you telling me oh well there's this thing we didn't realize where you just can't hide in plain sight like you have to like have cover or shadow or something Mm -hmm. And then it was like, well, I'll just take a dip in the Void Walker or whatever the fuck yep. it was. Yeah. Shadow Dancer. People would forget Shadow about, Dancer. yeah, Shadow Dancer. And then what was that one, that Epic Prestige class where people would forget about you every round? That was <laughs> what? That was Void Initiate, right? Something like that, Something. yeah. Void, Void Incarnate. Void Incarnate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, D&D. Yeah, <laughs> Man. That was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm trying to other than other than that. Um, I remember... As much as I love this game, I loved it up until close, getting close to the end where it was story battle after story battle. If you were slightly leveled up, man, I wish I wish story battles leveled, leveled up with you in yeah. this game. Because by the end, mm-hmm. like, Kick I remember lock. on one run, I could just, I cranked, I gave Ramza, like, move plus six or whatever, and he had his two weapons, and he goes first in the round. Yeah. He moves over to the boss of that floor, kills him in one round. I go to the next battle. 
like going through the. That's why I feel like I don't remember the end of the game that well. Yeah. Because it was too fucking easy. But that's your reward, right? For restarting mm. over and over again in the deep dungeon, that's finding true. all those items. Oh, I don't think I even did all those items. Oh, really? I think it's just like it was. Because they're all a pretty low level compared to like if you've done everything in the game before yeah. you go to the final boss, like you're 20, 25 levels over them. Yeah. So they are nothing to you. Yeah. So I'm worried about that in Final Fantasy 15 because I am, mm. I think, a third of the way through the game and I'm level 40. And I've seen people Damn. beat the game at level 40. Damn. So I don't know. <laughs> and I, there are some things that scale, but I don't know if the story things are scaling yeah. or not. Do you remember who your favorite um, job? Jo- okay, we'll do job and 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 uh, hero PC. Okay, because uh, I was really curious what your favorite job is. Uh, my guess for you is Geomancer because we've joked about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we joked about it because I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know you. I feel like I get you. I feel like of all the l- jobs in that game, that's the weirdest. It's situational. Yeah, it's very situational. But it's a cool class. I think it's a cool job because shit lines up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it can be amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you know what you're going into, like if you know the battlefield you're going. Mm-hmm. Into. I think Geomancer is like god tier on random encounters because you know you're going through a swampy area. Uh, you'll know to oh, okay, well I, he'll have these abilities, he'll have this, he'll have that. But like if you're going into like a story battle, shrug. Who there's fucking no, knows? There's, yeah, yeah, there's no. You don't know how useful you'll be mm. because the Geomancer's abilities changed based on the the environment they're on. Like the tile they're standing on dictates their abilities, mm-hmm. and I think that's really cool. Um, okay, so. All right, so it's definitely not that. What was the um, what's the mathematician class? Calculator. Calculator. I love calculators. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's a that is a class or a job. I'm sorry, I keep saying class. Uh, that's a job that I never really played all around with a whole lot. Yeah, it's it was it was difficult and weird. Most of the time, I just ended up having to brute force it because you pick all these different variables, and if you pick them right, like whatever, like your calculation skill is your primary, then whatever your secondary skill is. From another job? From another job. Uh-huh. So, like, you use your calculator ability on black magic, and if you do it just right, you could hit every enemy in the screen immediately yeah. with a high-level black magic spell. So, remind me what I have to do to do it right. Because you have to... Cause I, I Honestly, I never really knew how it worked. I would just plug stuff in until uh-huh. it had the effect that I wanted. And then memorize what... Because uh-huh. okay, you had to you. figure out, based, based on the level, too, based on, like the height of the terrain that they're standing on. So you hit everybody at this certain height, uh-huh. and then you factor in all the other age, sign, like a bunch of different shit to figure out how many people will be affected by your magic. But most of the time, I don't think it even takes MP. It's immediate and doesn't require MP and just bam. It was too much for me. I remember trying it and being like, "Mm, all right, I guess I'll just stick with Holy Knight. I also love Summoner in this game. Yeah. Love Summoner. I really like uh, Ninja. I really mm-hmm. like Ninja. Uh, I like it better in uh, Tactics Advance. Um, that's actually where I got the name Finnegan from. It's a random. It was a random. In, is a zero. Mm-hmm. The name of a zero in my Final Fantasy Tactics. A Advance ninja that talks shit about you and looks slightly different in a random battle. Is that who you're talking about? No, okay. uh, he was just a random like recruit. Like you go to oh, the pub okay. and recruit, and he's like, "Here's a ninja. His name is Finnegan." He's like, all right. You're you're in, and also I'm gonna name my D and D character after you. Because <laughs> I remember randomly, uh, we you get in a battle where there's like this thief ninja, and his, his character portrait is slightly different from the standard ninja. 
And I was like, oh shit, I wonder if I can recruit this guy. So I changed someone to a mediator because mediator, you get the charm ability and you can basically, any NPC you meet, you can charm them into joining your party. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to have this, un- can I have this unique looking ninja in my party? I charmed him. It worked. He was on my team. When, and the battle was over. When I went back, he defaulted back to regular ninja portrait. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. Um, I really like, I really like time ages. Uh, yeah. because I feel like they're super beneficial in a game like this. And I also really like, um, the or orators, orators. Yeah. Orators are badass. Mm-hmm. So I liked all those because they allowed I, me to level up faster. You say orders. So that reminds me of the brave and faith mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. The ability. You're, yeah. Cause you have your brave is your ability to basically deal damage mm-hmm. instead of like strength, or deal dexterity. damage and take damage. Mm-hmm. And then faith is your ability to deal like the more your faith is all reliant on magic. It's all magic stuff. So the more you believe in magic, the more powerful your magic is, but you believe in it so much, the more magic you take. I believe in magic. So your ideal if is if you want a warrior, mm-hmm. max their brave up right. and lower their bottom their faith out. You're getting to why I like orator, I think. <laughs> yep. Because uh, that's the job where you can permanently raise either their faith or ability. Yeah, because I think you do like something that raises their brave in battle by 30 points and permanently raises it by one point. Yep. yep. Man, I, and that's fun to do. Uh, well, not really. The result, it's like fun when it works because mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, I'm making my guys so strong. And then it's like, you gotta but, be fucking careful. Yeah, because if you max them out, uh, they leave. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They leave. They get like too pious. It's like if you, if yeah, you if max you out max their, their faith, faith out, out. You'll, you'll get the warning, a warning screen, <laughs> their portrait, and they'll just be, because you get your faith, I think 96 is the highest you can get it. So at like 94, 95, their character portrait pops up. Why do humans must, must shed each other's blood <laughs> I, I know. constantly yeah. until, they, yeah, until they're finally like, yeah. I, I don't wish to be part of this mortal coil any longer. Yeah, yeah they leave. Yeah, they jump off a cliff. So yeah, you could have like ninety nine brave and like ninety six faith or something like that. I like that. I like it, and I, it helps for like if they really cared about balance, it would help for balance. Yeah, you know, it would help where it's like here's the here's the maximum, um, the maximum strength that somebody could possibly be. Uh, I remember I leveled up so long to get mimes, and mm. I just did not like mimes very much in this game. They look yeah, cool. No, they do look cool. Uh, I love Dancer and Bard. Mm-hmm. Like Dancer and Bard are so much fun. I almost said Bard. Particularly Dancer, jobs. but... What about... You were asking about heroes. Mm-hmm. Favorite heroes. Yep. Um, who is your favorite hero? Uh, it's a toss-up. I'm going to go with the person who I loved initially the most, which is Mustadio. The uh, engineer? Yep. Yeah. I love Mustadio. He doesn't have a, an expansive move set, but he's the first character that you get that has a gun, which guns uh, aren't that much more powerful than like bows and arrows. Just their range. Their range is, their incredible. Range is incredible. Mm-hmm. But their range has to be distanced. Like an, an archer can still hit reasonably up close, but to use your gun, like you need to be way the fuck back. And Mustadio doubled down because he would have abilities like if you, you could shoot their arms and then they couldn't act. You could shoot their legs and they couldn't move. You could turn you them could to lock stone. Them, lock abilities. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. I fucking loved Mustadio. The second I got him, Josh. That's Josh and I both. Huge Mustadio heads. What's the name of the female holy knight? Agrius. Uh, I liked her a lot. Agrius. Agrius. The first time I played through, she was in my main party. I loved Agrius. I liked her a lot. And I need to do the next time I play this game. I'll probably do an all heroes. I'll probably do an all heroes run where I don't That's even care about. That's the fastest way to move through it. Yeah. I, and I'm not even going to try to like collect shit 
or I'm just going to let the game, I'm just going to mainline the story and see yeah. what happens. Just see what, I don't know, if, I don't know how tough it is to just bypass as much of the side quest stuff as possible. I think, I mean, and since the story lo- story is relatively low level, you could mm-hmm. probably, you probably wouldn't even have to grind. Yeah. You know? I'm curious. That's weird that I don't know the answer yeah. to that. Especially if you kept a thief, mm-hmm. because like there are a few story battles where you could just steal the powerful sword, because there are five, like the god tier knight swords. I think it's uh, Defender, Save the Queen, Excalibur, Ragnarok, and Chaos Blade. And I remember you can steal a Defender off Dysadarg. Uh, Meliodul comes with Save the Queen. Orlandu comes with Excalibur. And then Ragnarok and Chaos Blade you have to find either in the Deep Dungeon or Catch from Catch Ninja. Catch Ninja. Yep. Yeah, you know. Kind of like how you get um, a house or a car in real life. <laughs> yeah, just, just catch. Just catch it from a ninja. <laughs> just go out and sit in the road with catch car ability and wait for one to hit you. Got it. Mine now. Got it. <laughs> uh, well, I loved um, using the Game Shark on this game. Really? Oh, man. It was so much fun. Because, I've never in my life used the Game Shark. That's yeah. an ad that I've seen in magazines before, mm-hmm. but I've never even seen one in person. It was so much fun on, on this just because... I could rec- you could recruit anyone, so like people who you'd only have like, like one offs, you could just recruit and keep in your party that had unique jobs. Even like, could you like recruit like bosses and stuff? Yes, really. Yes, that's crazy. I fought with the final boss in my party for a little <laughs> while. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, but my favorite was Olin, who is uh, he's an astronomer. He is uh, Orlando's nephew. He's oh. the one you fought with him in like two battles. Anyang. He, Anyang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's like a a super uh, order. Okay. Because whenever you fight with him that one battle, his attack is he opens up a book, it floats in front of him, and then the other person is, and he would do like stargaze, and the whole battle yes. would just fill up. Yeah, recruiting him so you had all of his job abilities. You could see everything that he had. Uh, getting Delita. Wow. And let's see, his value Falma was his right hand woman that he eventually murders. Um, Princess Ovelia, because she has the the unique princess class, right? Of lot lots of them like that. That's cool. So, but and we teased it last time. What I the hardest battle in the game, I believe, the because the battle at that garrison is it Bethlehem Garrison where you fight Gafgarian is very difficult. But for me, the hardest battle, and it it's at a weird point because if you fuck up, you have to restart the game, and that happened to me. What um, battle is this? The battle where at first you fight you fight him early on in the game. Uh-huh. Well, we graph. Yeah, he is a the leader of like s- a small re- yeah, rebel group, mm-hmm. which and is an awesome name. That's how I remember the name of their yeah. group. This is like the Corpse Brigade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 beat them pretty easily. He's not very difficult. Well, but they're like, good at coming up with names. They're good at coming up like, with that's names. Their, yeah. That's their strong point. <laughs> <laughs> you fight him. Um, because I think like the nobility like killed his family. Yeah. So I mean he hates nobility. He's yeah. out to kill you and bring down the, I think it's bring cool down story. the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course you fight him several times. You beat him every time until he's just like he's broken and he's had it. And I remember he's you've killed like his entire his entire party. Right. And I remember something like he's bloody and he's dying like by a creek. Right. And like where you just fought a boss battle in the library. I mean this is me. I'm trying to remember. Exactly how it happens. No, I feel like you're doing a pretty good job. Because uh, I, 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 I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think well, like, it's us. the Zodiac Stone <laughs> ends up like rolling away when the party's not listening and rolls into the creek. Uh-huh. And he's dying. And, you know, he's praying and apologizing to his sister that he, could, he couldn't avenge her. Right. And then 
down floats the zodiac stone that bumps into his leg and it starts he looks at it and picks it up and then you don't see the other side of the conversation you just see him talking to it and then it heals him and then you don't see then cut you don't see we graph again for like two chapters Mm -hmm. and then you're storming another castle i remember Um, when you see him the the final time the next time you you see you fight him in like a library Mm -hmm. and he talks a bunch of shit to you and you chase him and fight his people until like he ends up running away at the last second and ramza follows him and basically the door locks behind ramza right so then it's just you and we standing there and of course he tells you like this is it now. There's no way you can touch me now. So then you have to fight Weegraf, just one-on-one, mm-hmm. human Weegraf and Ramza. Mm-hmm. And it is, he is incredibly fucking strong. Yeah. And oh, I remember, fi- I remember that fight. Yeah, fighting yeah. one-on-one in this game is, is really difficult because normally it's, it's based on you having a party to back you up. So just fighting one-on-one with somebody who is stronger than you is really is really yeah, hard. Which is why I thought fighting Gafgarian the first time, like yeah. behind those gates, is really hard. That's yeah. a hard battle. It's hard, and the, but like in order to progress, you have to beat Regraf in this one on one fight. Yeah, and but it lets you save. It's a chapterized battle uh, because it's the climax of like chapter two or three, and in between the battles, you get to save. But if you save before you fight Weegraf, like you can't go back and level up if Rams is not tooled the right way. Yeah. Like I remember, like I did this battle a hundred fucking times. I was like, okay, I have to restart this game. I am just, I am not the right level. I don't have the right jobs and the right skills. Like I literally cannot do this. And I know the same thing happened to Cockmaster Ashley Shake. We really? had just had to restart the game all over again uh, because it helps if you're a ninja. So you get two. So you can then if you have two. Two night swords, yeah. you can out damage him, and then you can beat him. And then auto potion also helps a whole lot too. I think I remember um, winning that battle just from uh, playing defensively and healing the shit out of myself, yeah, and taking shots when whenever I could, which was not often, yeah. Because God, he's so fucking hard. And even then, when you beat him, and then the rest of your party finally breaks down the door and gets in, and then he pulls out his zodiac stone, which I think is Ares, and then he turns into like. A four massive four armed goat headed figure, yeah, and then he summons all these demons, and then that battle is also incredibly hard. A real bone smith, he's a real bone smith <laughs> because he will cast uh, like dark ultima, and then I think his the demons cast dark holy or unholy in the later editions, and it's just like even that battle, just back to back, it's a hard like, fight, incredibly hard difficult fight. battles. That, I honestly think that whole dungeon. I mean, it's not really a. Du- I mean, it's, it's a storming dungeon, that whole fortress, castle, right? battle after battle after battle, because you one. have to like mm-hmm. go across the moat mm-hmm. and try to sneak in. Yep. Like, it's if you, because I think it changes depending on if you get caught or not. Oh, too, I didn't know that. I think I can't really remember, but and I remember that battle in the library too. I mean, there's several battles mm-hmm. in libraries that I recall. Oh, the one where you're fighting. Uh, all those dragoons in a library, oh, yeah. and they're doing jump attacks yeah. over the bookshelves yeah. to hit you. Yeah, <laughs> dragoon is a job that I really like in this game. I mm-hmm. think I think dragoon is probably like that's always like a really strong job in Final Fantasy games, but I think in tactics it's on a different level because um, movement and elevation is so important in tactics. And eventually, as a lancer slash dragoon, you essentially just start ignoring those limitations. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, you get like a slowly it's like ignore one, so you ignore the first base, two, three, four, five, eight, like to where yeah, you eventually are just jumping over mountains. And, and you can still like jump 
as an ability, which is right. I mean, I'm I'm thinking that correctly or no? Oh yeah, yeah. You can you do a, a mass amount of damage. It's just like you have to be watching your turn order, right? Because it takes you a while to fall. Yes. So they can just move, and you don't do anything. But I would use jump as a defensive maneuver. Like when I know something big oh, is coming. A black up, mage just yep. casting flare. I jump. Yeah. Because like I can't tell you how many. It's like I would do this in Final Fantasy Four too, where it's like I know something big is coming. It's gonna kill everybody. But I can get Kane the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. He'll land, and then it'll just be him, and he can either try to finish his battle himself or throw a Phoenix down. That's how I beat um, in Final Fantasy VI. That's how I beat the the Magic Tower at uh, first because you fight that Archmage who ends the battle with a nine 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 Ultima. Yeah. So normally the only way you can do it is if if you've had Phoenix learn Life Three, which is basically re-raise, mm-hmm. or put the Dragoon Boots on somebody. Have him watch jump. his HP, have him jump, cast yeah. Ultima, kills everything on the screen, then you land and win the battle. Yeah. I love that tactic. <laughs> it's such a good tactic because it's like, I love it because it is counter to, I feel like counter to how the class is designed. And I like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Final Fantasy XI. Final Fantasy XI Ninja, for a while, I mean, could you agree, was the best tank in the fucking game? Yeah. And it's like not intended. It was not, oh, in, that no. class was not intended I to I feel like tank. they were meant to be pullers. Yeah. That's what they were supposed to do. But because of their shadows, uh, uh, what was it, Ichi and Ni, the shadow, yep. uh, they could effectively just take no damage and evade tank um, huge pulls, yep. right? Because Ichi is, think, like three shadows and Ni is four, yeah. I think. So yeah, basically the next four hits. And you could tool them just right, keep haste on them with the gear that increases haste, and the recast timer... Because the only drawback was the recast timer, because it was it was pretty long between them. But you could get it long enough to where basically, as soon as it was up, maybe like two or three seconds, and you cast it again. The next one. So yeah. yeah. And I mean, if you've got a healer in the group, uh, it's not that big a deal, yep. right? Uh, so I love that. I love <laughs> like I love where it's like, oops, didn't expect this uh, to happen. Uh, but then they like square rolled with it. They're and like, yeah, we don't have enough tanks in this game, so yeah, go with there it. There we go. Yeah. It was expensive, though. I remember oh, Ninja man, being yeah. an expensive aspect. That's how I made so much money, just making Ninja Tools, fishing up the materials for Ninja Tools in that game. But, all right, we're getting pretty close now. So, sorry, this one's short. Uh, I don't have much else to say about tactics anyway. I feel like we hit all the big points. I do have one thing that I wanted to add, and I was thinking of this when you talked about um, how part of this game is like routing out uh, corruption in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read an interesting bit of trivia about Final Fantasy Tactics in regards to that. Uh, they made sure that when they're praying, they pray to gods and not God, because oh. because the churches in this game look so much like, like the Catholic, Catholic Church. Church. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like the positions in the church, like cardinal, I mean, like... It very much is straight up like, oh, they're talking about the Catholic Church, right? Mm-hmm. So like they made sure to be like, let's say gods instead of God um, mm-hmm. so that we can kind of uh, <laughs> dismiss any claims that this might be attacking the Catholic yeah. Church. I guess I also want to add, because somebody might say something, monks in this game are also badass. Oh, yeah. Monks are... Monk abilities that's are a fucking given, awesome. That's right? Yep. Monk is like straight up like uh, it's going to be the second... Um, like it, I'm going to pull so many abilities from monk. Like if I'm going with another c- job, I'm still going to have like a counter. I think is a monk mm-hmm. one, right? Like always have counter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their martial the, arts ability is still like oh, yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, monks worth mentioning for sure. <laughs> uh, do you Chakra, have any, 
Sorry. A chakra. You're right. Be able to heal yourself yeah. and then like yep. your far punches so you can yep. heal, hit somebody eight squares away in yep. a line. Yep. I had a lot of fun playing, uh, mixing, uh, mix and matching Geomancer and Monk. Yeah. That was a fun thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The terrain. So you could like, if you're in the grass terrain, make it so they can't so move they and then just boom, boom, yep. boom, pull them from fun. afar. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. Sorry. Um, Tyler. Yes, Dave. Uh, I've had a lot more fun mm-hmm. talking about Final Fantasy Tactics than I ever thought that I would. Yeah. Um, turns out <laughs> I remember more about this game, game. than I, I thought I did. It oh, is a great fucking game. I guess I should mention, because I'll keep saying the PlayStation version. So let me say the War of the Lions Yes, different. Besides, it has more bonus characters. One thing I don't like about it is Elmdor has maintenance in the War of the Lions, which maintenance means you cannot steal from him. Oh, right. So that kind of made me sad whenever yeah. I played through that. Um, there was another change. Uh, they changed Divine Knight for the better because Divine Knights couldn't hurt basically monsters, and they can in the War of the Lions, which that's better. So I think my big complaint was just uh, a lot of the rare equipment was harder to get. I'm so glad that you mentioned that, and I'm also so sorry because you talking about the differences between uh, the original and War of the Lions made me think about this. It reminded me. Um, Paul Cluel of uh, Loaded Cart Gaming, he asked a question about tactics on Twitter. Okay. Um, here's the question. I had never heard of this. I'm curious if you have. Are you familiar with Final Fantasy Tactics 1.3? No. I don't think I am. It. I, had, I wasn't either. And then he mentioned it on Twitter. He asked if either of us had played it. And I looked it up. I was like, what the fuck is Final Fantasy Tactics 1.3? Um, it is essentially a ROM hack for Final Fantasy Tactics, um, which is quoted to be uh, insane difficulty. Oh, okay. I haven't played it. Um, I'm interested in checking it out, kind of, you know? It would be, that would be fun, but also be a time sink. Oh, yeah. No, it looks, it totally looks like a time sink. Um, But I am, I haven't played it. Maybe I'll get to it. I'm curious to see what they changed, because I don't know exactly what they've changed to make it more difficult. Um, But I don't know. That's that. Uh, I guess I want to also bring up uh, poaching in this game. An ability you can pick up, so whenever you fight rare monsters, you keep their skins, you can turn them in for very rare items. I think the perfumes are what's really badass. You can get items that always have rare... You equip a perfume, uh, you'll always have re-raise or always have haste and all sorts of cool effects. Uh, most of the time, you have to use a order or a mediator to recruit a monster and then walk around until they will hat until they have a baby, which is the more rare version of them. Because mm-hmm. I think they're basically three different rarities to each kind of monster, and then basically kill your baby to get its skin and turn it in for a rare item. <laughs> <laughs> uh, recruiting dragons, you can recruit all the high tier dragons, the three head headed Tiamat dragons, and. All that. There's Beowulf is my second favorite NPC, and then Rias, his dragon uh, companion, who turns into his girlfriend. But a whole other set of quests. I'm reading. I'm reading stuff about 1.3 right now. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> it really does sound pretty cool. Um, they like retooled. They rebalanced items. They rebalanced monsters and jobs. Like they really retooled it. Um, Zodiac demons are more difficult. Mm. Uh, notably, they say. Um, this looks cool. Uh, over 200 new random battle encounters. All right. That's interesting, because if you do play Final Fantasy Tactics for a long time, you do start to see the same random encounters. There's one place, I remember, it's like something hill, to where I remember that was the weird one, to where I could encounter any sort of monster there. 
Like I would encounter dragons. I would. It was always it's the veldt. Really, yeah. <laughs> it was always with this one spot. Yeah. Like sometimes you'd go into a battle and it would be a bunch of dragons and like one black chocobo, mm. and it's your ally for mm. some reason. So then if you saved it, it would go with you. It's arcade mode. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have any achievements for this game? Oh, right. We were probably supposed to do those. No, nope, yeah. I don't. Do you? Uh, see, I've got people in glass houses, and you get unlock that whenever you throw stone a <laughs> nice. hundred times. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, do you have any others? You were, probably, you were probably counting on me having at least one. <laughs> I guess I would do something about um, the one true god, and that is beating the game with just Orlando in your party. Oh, nice. I still don't have any. I'm sorry. Exactly. There you go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. We're running close on time. Close on time. That's fine. Uh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have a few questions for you. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. first of which is, if you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would you give it? And why is it Orlando's beard? Uh, I've given Orlando's beard to something before because yeah. I thought about that. So I would have to give this the beard. I'm assuming maybe he had a beard or scruff of Alexander the Great. Oh, I'm sure uh, he probably could have grown a could beard. have grown Even or Genghis Khan, one. whichever one, whoever conquered, conquered uh, most of the world. Well, a few people have done that a few times, <laughs> I think, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, is it true that like I've heard so like I've heard this dumb thing before where it's like if you're white, there is like um, a very good chance that you can trace your lineage back to the, Alexander the Great. Oh, I've heard that about Genghis Khan. Oh, really? Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're a world conquering warlord, you fuck a lot of bitches. Yeah. So <laughs> now I think it's gonna happen, right? Tyler, I enjoyed that beard. Or I'm sorry, you 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 have sex with a multitude of women. Right. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. We get it. Uh, you Donald Trump them all. Right. Because you're Genghis Khan. Yeah. I you mean, done got Trump. You can you can trace his lineage directly to Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? That's a hard one. Um, Some calculating glasses. I'd have to give it the calculating. <laughs> Some new mo calculating glasses. Uh. A monocle made out of the Hope Diamond. Whoa! Here you go. That's some that's some strange and eerie shit right there. Love, love this like. fucking game. Uh, Tyler, I have one more question for you. I want to know how much this game is on Amazon. If you were to buy mm. Final Fantasy Tactics used for the PlayStation, mm-hmm. that's important to remember, mm-hmm. for the PlayStation on Amazon, how much do you think you would pay for it? If it's a greatest hits version, I will say $9. Okay, what if it's not a greatest hits version? $27. Okay. Actual retail value for Final Fantasy Tactics for the PlayStation used on Amazon at the time of this recording, not a Greatest Hits version, is $76.99. Holy shit. But, but like on, like as always, there's a bunch of them on Amazon. That's just the one that's featured. Yeah. Uh, when I click on, uh, let's see. 114 offers starting from 665. Uh, okay. So there's also that. You can get this game for much, much cheaper. You can get the one that's scratched to all hell for $6. Yeah, hey, look, as long as it plays, right? Yeah. I'm to the point now where it's like, I'm even like, um, I've used Redbox so much recently just to rent games, just to play new stuff, mm-hmm. where it's like, I've learned like, oh, you can, when they're done with these fucking games, Redbox just sells them. And it's like, they don't have the case. They don't have the manual, which, like, that's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. But, like, you can just get the disc. And, for example, they've had Doom, I think, at 
red box for like sixteen dollars for like the last month. Oh it's man, like, man, maybe I should get that. That's like still pretty expensive on Steam. So it's been on sale. All like I, I've been getting so many notifications. The like, winter sale starts. Yeah, I think Doom's the on sale, yeah. and it's like under twenty bucks. I'm thinking about picking it up. I think about that too. It's hard though, man, because like I'm trying to institute this rule where it's like I'm not fucking buying any more games until I finish the at least the new releases. Yeah, and I can't even do that. Hard. I can't do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you know where the show is. It's a bunch of different places. Yep. Um, you can go to... Uh, we have a shirt. Yeah. Five-star five reviews. <laughs> uh, if you want to send us something, uh, send it to Tapbox Studios, Care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Uh, where can they call us? They can call us at 270-883-2555. Uh, oh, there's a postcard. Yep, this is the thing that you can mail to that P.O. box. Ooh, Oxford. Who sent us something from Oxford? Ooh la la. Dear Tadpog, here's a picture of my hometown Oxford in Oxfordshire, not Mississippi. <laughs> it's an okay city. You should visit it sometime. It's not as posh as you'd think. I don't know, man. Uh, we know you guys don't like that posh shit. Why don't you come on down here? <laughs> come out here to Oxfordshire. <laughs> Keep up the good work, guys. I've been listening since I found your uh, Rogue Squadron episode. Wow. Damn. And and you stayed. Thank you. Heard Tyler's story about... <laughs> <laughs> that Her- was a dark time you came into. <laughs> That's like saying, you know what? I really got into Europe around uh, the plague. <laughs> I stuck around, though. <laughs> Heard Tyler's story about crying after sex and Dave's guilt over discovering his body. Oh. <laughs> Bloody good stuff. Tally ho. Paul Clark. Nice. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul, very much. Um, our move our theme song is moved. I'll skip more drive. Look at that track from the show notes at tabog.com. How do you want to close this out? I want to thank some people. Oh, yes, please. And then I want to then I'll totally want to close this out. Um, and that's how we can close it out if you want. Uh we do have a Patreon. Hey, did you enjoy this? Slapdash Christmas episode, which mm-hmm. I think actually turned out pretty good. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like we have gotten the most game talk combined out of these last two episodes and it's been a while that we have in all of 2016 <laughs> like, <laughs> probably like just cram jam full of fucking <laughs> gameplay talk cram jam thank you ma'am yes uh so if you enjoyed this and you'd like to reward us uh you can do that at patreon.com uh, patreon.com slash tadpog uh i want to thank some people who have recently um donated or up their pledges i'd like to thank trash bear Joseph E. Willard III uh, for editing his donation, riding that penny train. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to thank Exalted Lord Micah Purdue, a.k.a. Micah Purdue, for upping his donation by a penny. Riding that penny train. Thank you, Micah. I would like to thank Tadpog Santa Jack of Ziggy Moons Akemi uh, for upping their donation by a penny. Riding that penny train. Thank you, guys. I love that this is a thing and that I have a whistle that I can blow uh, to uh, announce it. I'd like to thank Chase Coburn uh, for recently upping his pledge a significant amount. Doubled it. And I would like to say um, I really like your name, Chase. Uh, so there, there's that. Uh, enjoy your awesome name. I wish that I could, like, Chase is a name that would never work with my last name. I can never, like, have a verb, something that could be a verb <laughs> as a, a first name because my last name is more. Unless your name's fuck. Fuck more. Yeah. I mean, it works. <laughs> But I don't think there are too many people who would enjoy having that name. Maybe you're, you're, you're 
Instead of jobs, would be very small. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. My next son. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna... fuckmore, and I'm going to work at Hot Topic forever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With my face tattoo, because that's like, if I have another son, I will name him Fuck, and I'll just put that face tattoo just rolling there immediately. <laughs> just I've uh, decided to circumcise this one, and also if we could give him the Mike Tyson, that would be really sweet. <laughs> also, the hammer and sickle, and just right yeah. there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very uh, questionable hospital <laughs> that we've had this child in. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, nurse. Uh, could you please point me to your tattoo ward? I would like to have my son <laughs> tattooed. Um, also, um, we're not sure what to do with the foreskin. Is there any kind of like baby mutilation stuff? Like, can we just attach this somewhere it doesn't belong? Turn to a ring. Give it to yeah, him. Yeah, right. <laughs> can we have a third earlobe? <laughs> How about that? Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Joey Webster. Uh, for recently upping his pledge. Uh, let's see. That is riding that penny train. Thank you, Joey Webster. Uh, I'd like to thank Brett Miller uh, for upping up. Uh, I'm sorry, platinum member Brett Miller for recently upping uh, his donation uh, by two pennies. So let's just do riding the double penny train, I guess. Um, when I say it that fast, it sounds dirty. Uh, I'd also like to thank a new donor. Yeah. We love new donors. Uh, thank you very much, Andrew Clark. We appreciate it. Hell yes. That's it. That's how you want to close this out. Uh, let's close it out like um, a favorite Final Fantasy Tactics character. Mm-hmm. They don't, okay. they're don't. they not voiced. Or at least they, <laughs> uh, they are in like, cutscenes in War of the Lions, I think, right? Uh, they are in cutscenes, you're right. And they have wonderful, beautiful cutscenes in that. Yeah, in the, the cutscenes are all mm-hmm. uh, cel-shaded. Oh, kind of yeah, back to that cel-shaded. Good. I think that you and I should be cel-shaded in real <laughs> life. You want to you wanna do it since they're not voiced, and this game is so heavily on the church. You want to do it like a uh, Catholic liturgy? Like yes. Your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think, and also with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time. Trump. It's fine. I was Catholic. It's not a big deal. We could do this. We're allowed. And I was vaguely Episcopalian, so that's fine. Yeah, va- yeah. <laughs> Episcopalian adjacent. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like that's. Never mind. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs>